Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Your mouth is closed, but you hear this screaming, and you're not sure who it is. Son of a bitch! And then you feel yourself slammed into and pushed to the ground as a... Uh, the white spots kind of blink out of your eyes and you see these three people and they're dressed in these dark uniforms. You hear one turn to another and go, all right, we've detained the subject. Uh, get ready for extraction. You start to bamf away and suddenly it feels like you're being ripped in half. You have this massive series of lacerations all across your your left side, which was the side that was still out. And, I mean, you are just, just pissing blood. Hello there, uh, Mr. Santiago. Who are your associates? Hey, Graham. Oh, uh, this is uh, Dottie and Danny. They're not related. Delighted to be make your acquaintance. Is this a government installation? No, this is a privately owned residence under the ownership of Midas Santiago. The thing is, is he knew some stuff and he was some kind of scientist. I'm just now figuring it out and kind of like learning. 
you're running through the woods and then suddenly you're illuminated by this like ringing shot of a gunshot and this massive orange flash of fire or like a an explosion and a firework and and in this light you see sort of next to you just for a second in this sort of old water that may have been like coffee or something that someone poured out on the side of this road you see you're dressed in black spandex and the mask on this spandex is ripped and you see familiar golden locks and a bright blue eye as you are Chad Woodmore. I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Chad, we're gonna cut back to you and you um are you bamfing near there or are you gonna take your jeep yeah so i think chad you know he, he he racked his brain to think of where he could acquire one of these trucks with minimal effort and he realizes that you know uh there there's no woodmore industries location like you said but there is a, uh, a sort of a fuel depot that's owned by some other company that's nearby that that may be a soft target, but it's also guarded. They actually have our, you know, security guards and things like that, possibly even like guard dogs. So he is going to shadow leap to the nearest location to that place that he knows. Like, say, maybe it's in the industrial area. So it's maybe he like um, pops in like a block or two away. And what he's going to do or what I'm going to do is... When I get there, not quite to the location, he's going to find a nice secluded little alleyway, pull out his little flashlight, and try to summon up Shadow Chad. Okay, so you bamf, and the depot is kind of out on the edge of the highway. Sort of, it's a little bit off the highway, so you're kind of not necessarily in alleyways. It's more, you're kind of hiding behind a tree. Okay, yeah, in the woods. Yep. That makes sense. And in the pines. Yep. You pull out your flashlight and kind of shine it. Uh, make an act under pressure check real quick. Um, take plus uh, one. And a ten. All right. Um, you pull out your fat flashlight and you have this moment of go, oh shit, it's dark in the woods. And you actually take your hand and kind of cup it over it a little bit. Um, cup it over mm-hmm. the side to keep it from shining out. Um, and you yeah, point it Yeah, and the, the, way, the, the way I see the, the shadow chain, Chad communication working is the more 
contrast between light and shadows I give him to work with, the more clearly he can communicate. That's why I did the candle behind me before, because it creates sort of a flickering, dancing light. Here I probably don't have the dancing light, so I kind of take my fingers and, and kind of move them around over the light to cause sort of like flickering light on the tree or something to that effect. So you kind of do you do that and you kind of let the flickering light do and it, you watch his shadow tad kind of forms. He's a little bit more sluggish than normal. Um, as he um, kind of looks at you and then with some notable effort um, sort of makes the shadow You've never seen this symbol before, but he makes it in shadow, and suddenly you feel your your left side that got hurt. Um, it starts to feel better, and you recover two harm as you feel this kind of almost like icy, like um, icy hot sensation kind of ripping, echoing through your body as you watch as the shadows kind of slide up your left side and um the bandages start to like shift and wriggle a little bit and as you kind of look at it you see that shadows are starting to like fill in where the lash lorations are and kind of stay there um and then and leave sort of a bit of a scar but uh you know it's it's healed and it's sort of like darkened skin oh yeah it's like more gray it's a weird gray pallor um, and he watches these shadows sort of retreat in Shadow Chad, almost kind of deform. Your sh it's weird to see your shadow deform for a second as it kind of turns to this amorphous blob. Um, but then it sort of reforms, but instead of it being your full shadow, it's more like just a torso as it looks up at you. Okay, um, uh, so I, I look at you know Shadow Chad and I look down at my arm and my torso and my leg and you know my my of course my superhero outfits kind of all shredded on that side and i forgot like i forgot he's wearing you, a cape. Chad. <laughs> yeah he's he's wearing a bed a black bed sheet an italian silk bed sheet and and, and, and like black ski tights and, and with a hood so, and like a, a face mask and goggles you know that's his superhero <laughs> outfit so um so, Chad, Chad's like, thank you, Shadow Chad. And um, who were those assholes? Do you have any idea? He actually, he, he takes a second and he writes out the word exotica. And it's spelled um, E-X-O-T-I-C-A, exotica. Do they work for Woodmore Industries? Did my father send them, more importantly? For your first question, do they work for Woodmore, Woodmore Industries, he he shakes his head yes, and then shakes his head no. Hmm. And then when you when you ask if your dad sent them, um, he shakes his head no. Well, Shadow Chad, I was about to rain hell down on Woodmore Industries, and now I'm not so sure that's the right course of action. Um, these assholes attacked me, and... Um, Somebody needs to pay for it. I still, uh, Shadow Chad, I don't know what to do here. These these things have gotten out of hand, and um, I need to think. I need to think. Um, Shadow Chad, things are about to get really bad around here, aren't they? 
Shadow Chad shakes his head yes and just extremely, extreme yes. Chad is going to step into the shadow of the tree and appear in Lucas Santiago's bedroom. Or he's going to go to Lucas Santiago wherever he is. You jump, and you jump just as you uh, hear dogs start to bark, and um, <laughs> uh, just as dogs start to bark, and you realize you, you kind of like look up from your shadow and you see this man holding a shotgun, uh, kind of coming towards where you you've been, um, and there's a there's a large Doberman on like a chain leash, kind of extending outward as he raises a shotgun into the air and fires off. Uh, a shotgun blast, except instead of it being a regular shotgun blast, it's a pure beam of... Not a beam, a pure, like, wave of fire. And you go, huh, that seems illegal. And then you appear. And and actually, it sort of propels me a little bit faster because of the, the blast of light and shadow that comes from him firing this thing off in the dark. It probably just like blast the shadows away causing them it's kind of kind of like a boat wake through the uh through the 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 shadow fall as uh, uh chad calls it so that's probably very very disorienting and you yes you appear in uh lucas's bedroom and so it's a little bit messy lucas is sleeping in some uh in some like star wars pajamas and uh, he's got his skateboard in there. Uh, Biggs may be here or maybe out, depending, because he I don't think he really sleeps anymore. And um, Biggs yeah, doesn't I'm asleep. sleep or Lucas doesn't sleep. Biggs doesn't sleep. Well, I don't know. I think Biggs probably doesn't sleep. Does Biggs sleep? Biggs, uh, you don't know. You haven't. You're you're not sure. I just haven't seen him sleep. In like two months, so I just assume he doesn't sleep anymore. And I'm like hanging off. I like am a big sleeper, and it's a small bed. I'm just kind of like my feet are off one side, my head's kind of like hanging off. I'm like. All right, so so Chad is standing there, uh, you know, kind of looming over Lucas's bed with his like tattered cape, kind of flowing out in the shadows, and he he kind of kicks the bed and says. Lucas Santiago, wake up, dork. Oh, this is not... I don't know. Uh, I feel like he's gonna... Like, he's gonna have to have a reaction. There's no way somebody could appear in his bedroom and he'd just be like, I'm chill, yo. You probably felt a blast of cold air in your sleep when Chad appeared. I think Chad probably needs... Either I need to roll kick some ass or Chad needs to roll act under pressure to, like, get out of the way. Or both. Well, it depends on what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. Lucas, you, you you wake up and your your eyes are a little bit beady as you turn and you see a figure in this, like, tattered, this tattered um, um, black suit. It's weird because you can't tell which part of it, which parts of it are tattered, which parts of it are shadow, kind of um, seeing his fan blow in the air from your AC unit. Um, as he just kind of stares down at you. Uh, Chad, your mask isn't off, so you basically see, like, p- 
part of this figure's face is obscured in either darkness or in this coat. And, uh, yeah, he, he darkly, um, darkly says, Wake up, um, Lucas Santiago, you nerd, and kicks your bed. Yeah, I mean, Lucas would spring forward and, like, be in, like, defense mode. And I think he would just grab Chad and, like, lift him up. And one of his arms would turn into, like, the Hulk arm, getting ready to smash him. Uh, Chad, Chad would just explode in shadow and then appear standing behind you. Uh, yeah, you you reach out and you basically grab him with this massive Hulk hand, and then suddenly you feel like this burning cold in your hand, like if you've held an ice cube mm-hmm. for too long, but instead of holding it for like a minute, you've held it for like twenty. It's this like burning cold rips through your hand. Um, and suddenly the figure appears behind you. Eyes open on the back of my head, literally, and I activate the cold, like my ability to see in the dark. And can I tell? It's Chad at all? Oh, I guess I've seen him do the cold blast thing, right? Well, yeah, you've seen me teleport, but you haven't seen me in my cool uh, superhero outfit. <laughs> but my superhero yeah. outfit is shredded all down the right side. So you mm-hmm. see Chad's, like, part of his eye is, you know, startling green eye and a little bit of hair sticking out. And, you know, you can, who else is going to be standing there, like, uh, um, with that shape? even though he's got like this this tattered cape flowing out behind him and but he's 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 got the chad pose <laughs> yeah i definitely swing my my arm around uh backwards so that i'm like kind of cuz my arms are big enough that if he's right behind me i would hit him um so your eyes are facing me on the back of your head and your your arm is swinging around. Okay, in this case, I think to make a shadow leap to avoid it, I would need to make an act under pressure because there's an attack coming right at me. Snap reaction. Chad would again uh, shadow leap or try to shadow leap and be on the other side of him again. So uh, that's uh, a... <laughs> roll cool and act under pressure i'm gonna bottle this up and give myself a plus one and a 10 nice so so uh chad freaking bamps again you swing and this figure bamps again and then i want both of you to roll sharp checks i got a seven on the sharp roll by the way i got an eight uh you think this might be chad because he's the only one that you know that can apparate like this and is also an asshole oh God, Ch- chill wait. out, dork. I'm trying to talk to you. Can, can uh can I have the the phone ring right now? No, please don't. <laughs> Let us talk for a second. Uh, are you? What the? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> my arms shrink back to normal. Chad. Oh man, you made eyeballs grow in the back of my head. You douchebag. What the hell? Chill out. Where dork. have you been? There's what some, there's the heck some, happened to you? There, I turn on a light and it's like a little globe that looks like uh, the Death Star. Chad looks at it incredulously. Um, so Shut in, up, Chad. In in the light, you know, you can see that Chad is obviously wearing uh, a dyed black, you know, ski tights, but they're kind of shredded <laughs> and, and soaked in blood down one side. He's wearing a bed sheet as a cape tied around his neck, and it's like... Is it black, though? It's black yeah, it's black silk, and it's shiny okay. and, and black. And then he's got, like, a, a um, you know, a ski mask over with, like, goggles over his eyes. Uh, the, the rims of the goggles are shiny, 
uh, and, and the, the glass on one side is kind of cracked. Mm, um, nice look, Chad. Lucas Santiago, I don't like you. You don't like me, but I don't know who else to turn to. And you're the least, the least suspicious. And I have to, I need somebody to talk to. There's some serious shit going on in this town. I just grew Hulk arms and I'm the least suspicious. <laughs> the phone rings. <laughs> you, you, and I, you and I have gone toe to toe and I respect you. And you're, you seem like well, the least okay. of your little crew that are likely to take the side of the monsters. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're killing people, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, just let me change and. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, I'll be out in the uh, backyard and chat just poofs in oh. the shadow again. Dang, I guess I should have warned him about the creatures that live in the woods. Oh, well. Um, all right. So, uh, Chad, you appear in the backyard and then you see a small cat, um, kind of like Scamper with a mouse in its, in, in its mouth. Uh, and it looks up at you and it tosses the, the, the mouse up in the air, and it to- its tongue flicks out like a frog and grabs it out of the air and pulls it in, and it looks up at you and goes, You're Lucas's friend, aren't you? Well, you expect me to be impressed? A little <laughs> bit. I'm not going to lie on that. Just a tad. <laughs> yeah, I've had, a, I've had a very weird couple of weeks, Cat. I, you know, I think I can agree with that, with that statement. I, I've also had some, some strange strangeness happen. So as I'm getting ready, I feel like that would be a good time for the phone to ring with Danny. Uh, yeah, so you're getting you're getting ready and so Danny, Danny, you wake up and you grab your you grab your your Budio's plastic phone and you dial Lucas's number and Lucas, you grab your also Budio's matching plastic <laughs> phone and pick up. No way. I would not have a Budio's there's so many damn questions here. Like, do we have our own lines? Like, I don't. Oh god. And, and it, no. Yeah, you would have a I house just, line. Yeah, I pick up the normal house line. It's a normal beige 1996 phone. My question is, my question is, would yeah. would Danny actually call a house line, or would he call? You know, if if Lucas had his own line, would he call that? Would his mom have gotten him his oh, own Lucas line? Oh, Lucas wouldn't have his own line. Maybe you guys have those big walkie-talkies like in uh, uh, <laughs> Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Sure. Oh, I, I like that I like that better. I like that better than the phone. And as we kind of get there, uh, Danny's getting the call. Uh, Chad, you're outside, and, and Biggs kind of looks up at you and gives you a weird cat smile and, cat smile and goes, I don't think you want... I think you might want to get back in there. You don't want to miss this. And then kind of runs off into the night. I'm not big on taking advice, but when a cat tells me I should be somewhere, that piques my attention. So, can I try something interesting? Sure. Um, Chad doesn't really have magic, but he's been messing around with these shadows. Can Chad try to not quite shadow leap and just peer through the shadows uh into where he just was uh like basically it's a used magic uh view another time and place but he's really just sort of half melding through the shadows so he can peer out of the shadows to see what's going on to find out if it's safe or not 
Okay, roll me a weird check with negative one, because Chad technically isn't... I like it. Technically cannot do this at all, but I like it. Eight, a mixed success. So, so, so on, on, on a use magic, that would mean I, I have to pick a, a negative or like a, a, a glitch. And I would say that it would be very short duration. And that is exactly what happens is you basically, you have this moment where you try and you get ready to bamf, but you instead kind of hold that sensation, that cold inside yourself. And for just a moment, your you watches your face almost slowly peeks out of his uh, out of the wall and you can see into his room and your face is in there as you sort of half disappear in the shadow and then it you slip and you just and you bamf right into his room yep Ooh, that was cool uh yeah lucas you watch his uh chad sort of bamps into your room but he definitely kind of spills on the floor a little bit because it was it was very much like you held it and then oh boy and you literally almost felt like you were slipping whoa could you could you stop doing that, man? There's doors, you know. Your cat told me I should get back in here because something important is going to happen. I thought I would, uh, you know, when a cat tells you something, you probably should listen. So sure, I got I got Danny on the phone. He was trying to tell me something when you, whatever you did. What are we calling that? Teleporting? I call it shadow leaping. Sure, that sounds cooler. Uh, Danny, what what were you saying, man? Shadow jumping, actually. Thanks for the clarification. Oh, God, you're talking to that weird brain kid. I think Chad's in trouble. I just had a bad dream, but it didn't feel like a dream. It felt like it was real life. I don't know what to do about it. Are you awake? Sorry if I'm oh. waking you up. Over and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm awake. I think I just talked over what you were saying when I said over and out. Over and out. Can you hear me? Is this thing on? Yes, it's... Hey, yeah. Uh-oh. Chad's okay. Uh, I found him, or he found me, I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on as soon as I know. Okay, that sounds weird and strange, but... Okay. Okay, over and out. Over and out. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. Yeah, Chad, let's go. Let's go talk outside. I don't, I don't want to wake my mom up. All right. So uh, Chad, Chad will walk outside with Lucas. And yeah, you, we walk through the house. You see pictures of Lucas as a little kid. He was super cute. Chad, Chad picks up a uh, picture off of the mantle of uh, Lucas's mom and kind of stares at her and says, nice. And then sits it back <laughs> down. And 
Definitely, <laughs> Lucas just grabs the picture out of his hands as soon as he says that, and it's just like, that's just wrong, dude. <laughs> just wrong. Get out. And I put it back. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so we go to the backyard. Uh, I figure we probably go into the woods a little bit. Um, what's your backyard there's some look lights. Like? So I think there's not much of a yard. It's like literally the forest starts right behind the house. Uh, and then behind the house, there's just like a little overhang, uh, a small like shed. Uh, there, if you go to the right out of the back door, it takes you to kind of the, the side of the house where the driveway goes. And then there's a garage um, and everything. And then if you just walk straight back, there's like a little bit of a, a lip that's like a big concrete blocks, like a retaining wall. And then right past that and past some shrubs, it's just like the forest. Uh, and this kind of backs right into the Blackwood National Park. Yeah. Listen, Lucas Santiago, I know you don't like me and I don't like you, but I've got a grudging respect for you. You can handle yourself, and I've seen you go toe-to-toe with some big shit. So, I don't know. I, 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 I have had the worst freaking couple of weeks, and I have been attacked. I've been blown up. I've been shot at. Uh, I, I, I've got nowhere left to turn. The entire yeah. world is against me, and all I've done is try to help. And I know something really bad is going to happen. I was up in the mountains after after I got attacked, and this this rock started vibrating. And wait, then, hold on, hold on. You got attacked? Was it by another monster? I I thought it was some people my dad sent. He's been trying to capture me, and but it turns out that they're not. There's some some people called X X X. Exotica or ex, ex, Exotica or something like that. I don't know. Huh. I, I, I've never heard of them, but I know that they're related to Woodmore Industries, but they're not directly subordinate. I thought I thought my dad sent them and I was going to lay down some hellfire on them, but now I don't really know and I, I really don't know where to turn, but I don't want to see my town destroyed. And I think sure. if I don't do something to stop this this tuning rock thing, uh, the town's going to be destroyed. And I've I've got to save the town. I don't care what happens. Wait, did to you me. say tuning rock? Yeah, this thing's like vibrating rock thing, and it melts trees and shit. It's weird. Oh, weird. Did it make music? Uh, it made tones or static or noise Ugh. or something. I okay. Know, man, I, I just got blowed up. I just had some some really weird shit happen to me. It wasn't in my well, right head, man. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, earlier, and I, I, I found this, and I, I reach into my satchel and pull out that 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 box with the 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 thing on it. This was by the rock, and I toss it to you. Okay, I catch it. I see the MS on it, right? Um. Roll me a sharp check. Is it like hidden? It's just, it's small. It's on the back. And it's dark. It's not like... Nope, I can't see it. Oh. Even with a plus one. Nope. You do not spot it. Um, but I do remember uh, that Danny was saying that the mountain was singing. So hold on. Earlier, Danny had this like 
I don't know, vision, I guess, where he said the mountain was singing. It could have been vibrating. Maybe, maybe it's the same thing. Well, the 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 edge of this rock is the same material that was in that 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 uh, that earthquake bug uh, cave, the the marble like oh, stuff. Oh, the burrowers. That's what okay. they were called. Yeah, yeah, that's what your book said, anyway. Yeah, I can't find. I can't get back to the house to get the book. So, oh, what happened? Ugh, what hasn't happened? Hang on I, a second. I I think I got something you'll like. And uh, I quickly head back to the house and I just grab like a six pack of brewskis that my mom gets. It's probably some sort of lame brand. And I bring it out. I'm like, brewskis. Keystone light? Yeah, like Keystone light. Uh, And I I pop one open and I hand it to him. And uh, I'm like, you look like you could use one of these. And since we're bonding and I pop one open, I take a swig and then I spit it out. I'm like, Still tastes like piss. Chad Chad looks at the beer, looks at Lucas, looks at the beer, pops it open, and just downs it. Lets out a big belch. He's like, God, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you can have the rest. I don't actually like beer. And he's, like, still kind of spitting it. <laughs> uh, Chad, uh, Chad doesn't really like that kind of beer, but like I said, he's had a really, really bad couple of weeks. Yeah, I figured. Um, okay, yeah, well, not, so if this... you didn't hear, my uh, father has kicked me out and disowned me, and is trying to dissolve the uh, the legacy, so I won't get my inheritance. And damn, that sucks, dude. I tried to get my my I got my grandfather out of out of the freaking loony bin. Dad had him locked up, and it turns out he is crazy and. It's just blathering on about stuff all the time, and I, I he finally he just disappeared today, or yesterday. What what time is it anyway? Uh, I think it's like five, five a.m. Yeah, so sometime yesterday morning, right about the same time, I read in the paper that Dad's running for freaking governor. Um, guy's got a lot of gall. Dang, kicks his own blood out of the house and cuts me off got nothing but the clothes on my back is there anything in your house that you need i can't get in there shadow chad just pulls me away whenever i try to go to the house man that guy's just just a dick okay well since since you're showing me your cards uh watch this and i become sheriff stone dude so uh so there mr uh mr woodmore Dude, I, I I hate to say this, but I've never wanted to punch you so bad than right now. <laughs> I turn back. I'm like, don't. <laughs> I mean, you'd probably break your hand, and that would make this worse. But I I bet I could get us in your house if you need to, like, you know, like, borrow some stuff. Yeah, Lucas Santiago, I, I knew you had some strange crap going on, but... And what's with that cat? Uh, it's a long story. Um, probably for another day. Why don't, uh, why don't you come inside and crash? My mom will be gone before we wake up. Well, given that 
given that they seemed to know where I was hiding, I got nowhere to, I haven't got a, a third backup, so I'll take you up on that. Yeah. And, and tomorrow uh, morning when the light comes up, I'll take you out and show you that, that tuning rock. Yeah. I think we should probably get the others to come too. Really? I mean, right. Danny had some sort of vision. It, it might be helpful. Yeah, but man, that kid's weird. He like talks in my head. Wow. Well, don't get me started on Frumpy Chick. <laughs> don't call her that. She should be liable to bust your jaw. All right. I think we quietly, without talking or anything, just kind of like walk back inside. And I, uh, I pull some junk off of like a chair in my bedroom. And I kind of like <laughs> gesture to it. Chattel, 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 I mean, I think Chattel just pass out. I think he's, he is way, way past his limit in his ability at this point. He is just, he's out of gas. Yeah. Um, after he falls asleep, I think I try and summon uh, Biggs. I don't imagine he's too far, so I don't think I need to like, I imagine he's watching this, <laughs> laughing probably. Uh and I'm just like, hey, man, can you just keep an eye out while I sleep on Chad? But also just in case anybody comes for him. And if anything happens, just get my mom out. All right. Oh, keep an eye out on him. Don't worry. Do just rest up. Thanks. I got my eye on you, bud. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So you all pass out for a couple of hours. Um, Lucas, your booty of the alarm clock goes off. And that one's canon. <laughs> <laughs> and once again you know your mom's already gone chad is just com just completely out in the chair snoring Man has gone through a lot um chad all your wounds are recovered Ooh. oh are my wounds recovered yes am i scarred up with like weird shadow patterns or am i healed back like like nothing ever happened no so what it, what it looks like is it's not that nothing ever happened it's just a few like almost like small little places on your body instead of the flesh being like flesh colored it's almost a little bit gray the skin the skin the skin is darker like it's infused with uh not shadow, shadow? it's like yeah it's 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 gray or no no pigment that's kind of saturated cool. yeah yeah very strange so, scars um, Danny, you had your call with uh, with Lucas. I don't think you really slept last night. Dottie, you wake up in the woods. Oh, and um, I should be sore. My back should be sore. Actually, you feel very refreshed to wake up. You actually feel better than you, you normally do when you wake up. Um, you actually look around and your bag's next to you, which is weird. My bag? Like my uh, backpack? Like your school bag, yeah. Okay, I uh, I open it up, I look inside. Does it look normal? Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. All your, like, all your notebooks on the very edges of the paper, little, like, flower blossoms have bloomed. Also, um, you still have your, the walkie-talkie that uh, Lucas gave you from the other day in there? Uh, I, uh, I pick up uh, the walkie-talkie, and then I just put it back, and I zip my bag. Is my diary in there? Uh, no. Fair enough. Am I in my school clothes? You're in your pajamas. Oh. Uh, I, I, I kind of like, okay, well, this is awkward. 
Um, I'm clearly dreaming. But then again, I've said that for about a month straight. Um, I'm going to, uh, hmm, uh, go home? I don't know what to do here. Um, do I have, I don't have premonition, but I do have boss from beyond. I don't think he's talked to me. She's talked to me. Where have I always wanted to go in the morning? I guess I'll go get breakfast in my pajamas. I'm dreaming. Who can stop me? And I just walk to... Where am I? I should know where I am in the woods. Actually, uh, you are... Um, you try and... Well, first, uh, you look around and you're kind of in... Well, you're obviously in the National Park. You're probably actually a good ways out. Like, almost like five miles. Oh, this sucks. I'm way out in the middle of nowhere. Um, as you start to, like, walk away, there's sort of this kind of, in, this sort of, it's not, it's almost like a little grove that's pressed up against this cliff face. Um, as you start to walk away, uh, can you roll me a shark check? Uh, what'd I get? <laughs> Ooh, 11. I will never fail. I never fail in this game. Always great. Just, we, they call her, uh, Gunshot Dottie. I don't know. So you uh, you notice under some leaves a very familiar jeep. Uh, okay. Although it's definitely a lot dirtier and a lot more survivalistic than normal. Yeah, it's got like one of those camouflage nets over it, like and with like some branches and twigs and stuff. And one corner of it's been kicked back where it looks like somebody's been going through stuff. Okay. Um, I try to open the glove department. Well, the the glove compartment would have your basic papers. There's probably a flask of peach schnapps and um, a registration. I think I'm dreaming. I am tempted to take, take a sip of a sip of that pink schnapps since I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of the pin, of the peach schnapps. It burns. It tastes slightly of peaches, but it's very burny. I'm very stingy. I don't think she's really a drinker. No. But this is actually top shelf peach schnapps, so... Um... I, I spit it out a little bit. The, the fact that uh, that tasted like um, crap uh, makes me think um, I'm not dreaming. Hmm. <laughs> Having said that, I do put it in my bag. Um... <laughs> 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 <He's a klepto. laughs> um, can I look more in the Jeep? Sure, you go right on ahead. In the ba- in the back, you can see there's a compartment that's open that looked like uh, there's a place for an assault rifle, but the assault rifle isn't there. Uh, there's several magazines. There, there's there's a bunch of camping gear. There's uh, uh, you know uh, like cooking apparatus. There's several boxes of canned goods. Um, you know, looks like a survivalist's kind of layout. A lot of stuff still has its price tags on it. From the the old pickaxe. You know, I'm worried that Chad is either in big, deep danger or he's going to uh, kill the entire town. Um, He's rapidly turning into Christian Slater from Heathers. Um, I'm just going to sit in this Jeep and wait for him to come back. Let's have a conversation. We'll share a drink or something. I don't know. I, somebody needs to look after this, boy. This is so weird. What a morning. What day is it? Is it a Wednesday? Yep, it's a Tuesday. 
So I just like uh, settle into the jeep and go to sleep. Uh, you yeah, you pass right out. You start to dream, and you are in the same sort of section of sort of early evening woods that you always go to when you, when you visit Granny, except it's all wrong. You see trees that are just ripped and twisted in ways that they, that could never be done naturally. All the trees are shifted, and, and you see that everything is just bathed in this terrible, terrible multicolored light. And as you look up, you see the sky has this massive tear in it. And there's this there's this sound. It's this strange, multi-tone sound that sounds like every key on a keyboard were being pressed, but just times a thousand. And it's just ripping, just constant. Um, as you see Granny, but instead of looking like the kindly old woman she normally looks like, she's this twisted, gnarled tree creature her arms are like branches and there are these twisting vines wrapped around them as she turns and grabs you and just screams save me and then you watch as the sound grows louder and everything around you just starts to rip apart not not in like the sense of like you watch it rip apart you watch everything at the same time get ripped apart into nothingness and the last thing you feel is yourself not, it doesn't even feel like fire. You just feel just incredible pain as every atom inside you just separates. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on. <laughs>